0: So oh, can you hear me? You gotta hear me. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. I can hear you.
1: Oh my
0: god! Yo, I, I
1: it's on my it's on my phone now. I gotta go to Apple and, and figure out what's going on with my phone. It's not you. It's my phone. So
0: weird, Cause I can hear you so clear, but you couldn't hear me at all. I thought it was my AirPods. It.
1: Nah, it's definitely not you. Cause I, I I'm calling from my iPad. So. Yeah man, right. don't get the new phones, man.
0: <laughs> I wanted the pictures look mad clear. I just would love that. All right, man. So this is what the podcast is going to be about. Hold I lady, my wait, shit. Wait, wait.
1: You- boss lady, because this is like the first oh. minute of the podcast. We gotta, we got a, a question that we need to ask that for you, because you're the host.
0: What's the name of? the Okay. What's the name of the podcast? The name of the podcast is Just Hear Me Out. And I called it that because I have a lot of theories on a the lot, And people aren't always trying to hear what I'm trying to say because I, I'm a person. I'm not friend. I don't know. That friend might be you and your group, but I'm the friend who says what everybody's thinking, but nobody wants to say out loud. That's me. That's always been me. I, now I'm just blunt, but I'm the friend who's going to say what you're thinking.
1: Wow. All right. So, I mean, I like that. Hear me out. Just hear me out. I actually do like that. Well, I guess um, because we <laughs> tried to get this working on my phone, there's something wrong with my phone. Um, let's Let's hear you out like I, I'm definitely more interested now to hear you out because i I want to hear what you're gonna say
0: <laughs> Okay, well, do we need to give like a backstory on how we know each other or like any of that or should I just jump right into it because I can go either way I mean do
1: they, do they want do they want to know us know us do they want to know us? I think they, they probably do want to know us a little bit um first of all, I am I would definitely say this. We we met in Maryland. <laughs> and then
0: right cuz I who lord knows where you live now.
1: I know man, I I, I move around a lot. But uh I would I I want, I need a radio name, but uh we met in Maryland, we were working um can I say the name? Where we worked? The farm. Yeah, there we go. We like worked that. at the farm. So we worked at the farm and um we knew each other through passing and then we kind of like really stayed in con- connection because you then use the farm to to get a, a better opportunity somewhere else. And my dumbass mm-hmm. did not use the farm to get an opportunity somewhere else. I just was like, "Yo, I'm out of this farm life." But like, I did I they relocate out.
0: you? Did you relocate? Heck
1: no! Actually, yeah, I did because I, I went to New York first. Uh, mm-hmm. Tried the, the the different farm life there. And then I was like, this is not for me. I want to do something else. And that's what I was able to do. I feel like we're being, I'm being very vague and not being open. So mm-hmm. I just, full disclosure, the farm is what you're getting. But uh, <laughs> what I do now is um, I'm, a, I'm a software developer and I help people set up websites and, and do all that other jazz. But the big thing is that we, we I think that we came together because we definitely saw a need. Uh, the stories that we were coming across with our friends, even ourselves, as to like, Like what you said, just hear me out. People are afraid to talk about how they really feel because they're afraid of hurting the other person's feelings Mm -hmm. or that that thing will pass. But um, Mm -hmm. that's it, man. Go ahead. Give your spiel because I was I was talking for like a good solid two minutes. (laughs)
0: No. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the that's the long and short of it. Um we met at the farm, mutual friends, you're cool, you know. Nowadays you can keep in touch with anybody with social media. So, um that's just what it is. And I think I think the the birth of the podcast just came from you first of all. Let's all take note that it was this guy Jay's idea. Um but it was really just because it was like, hey, we um we agree on a lot of the same stuff. You seem to be the the guy friend who says things that not everybody wants to hear. Um and I, I'm the girl that says things that people don't want to hear. So it was just it made sense. So um without kind of getting too deep into the boring shit, I'm gonna just tell you about some of the things that I'm dealing with right now. You tell me about a couple of things you're dealing with, or we'll just see how it goes. Okay. Um and I can edit that part <laughs> out when I figure out how to do that. So first thing this week, um, I don't even know if this is a downer topic, if it is, we can go to the next one, but um, so I have a father, Um, he's never been in my life fully, but I decided like, hey, I'm going to go buy a DNA kit, they were like 50% off on Ancestry.com, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to kind of get some more information, and the website lets you actually build a family tree, right? So I'm like, okay, bet. Well, I just need my father's parents' names and his birth date. I sent this man a Facebook message last night at like 10 p.m. And he just like reads it and ignores it. Mind you, my father ignores He's Like he's never denied me, but he's just always ignored me. I'm sorry, like other people are sad about it. I'm over it, you know? So that's why I sound so nonchalant. But (laughs) I was talking to his wife. She's a white lady. Yo, and she just that, she was just like, white lady. I don't understand how you're... Yeah, she's a white lady. Um, she's just like, I don't know how your dad can ignore you. and so I'm like, but just give me his birth date. And I put it in and I found like all this information. I was able within like 10 minutes of just getting my father's birth date, I was able to go all the way back to like his great-great-grandparents. So... I wrote her and I said, you know, I've asked my mom a thousand times if this is really my dad, because I, at this point, I'm just like, I'd probably wow. be better off if he wasn't. And I know it's really sad. It's Again, this is these are the hard truths that <clears throat> not too many people want to speak on. I mean, that's just what it is. I don't understand how men can father children and just go missing. I, I don't get it. And not even missing, but be like hiding in plain sight, like, I have a way to contact you, but you don't answer the phone. Like, what type of shit is that? Anyway. Um, that's topic number so, one.
1: So just so we get this clear, audience understand. Missing fathers. It's missing <laughs> fathers. Um, so I guess, because coming from a man's side is I, I don't have any children. Full disclosure. I'm going to say that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, mm-hmm. I, I see my siblings have kids and everything like that. And me growing up with a single mother, my daddy, my dad, not really in my life. I've seen them adopt a different philosophy of being in the kid's life and trying to do everything they can. I just, mm-hmm. I just think that it's what do. <clears throat> I just think that the story building or timeline is different. Like you can be in your kid's life and companies are, are more, are, are more forgiving of that. Like, like. PTO in some areas is unlimited PTO in some areas. Um, I, I do think sometimes to be honest is like back in the day is um, like uh, with James Baldwin, a, a good author right there is that um, like he, he, he would always talk about the stresses of a man's life that women don't actually see, but they, they would never have a woman's point of view. So my thing is I want to come back to you. And I want to ask, because you did this DNA kit, you got a good sale, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, is that, is mm-hmm. that your father? Like, that's, I think that's a big thing, is that you know that you're <laughs> um, you used to call, you, you asked for this man's information, and you kind of left us mm-hmm. wanting more, like a soap opera on a Friday. What's good?
0: <laughs> I mean, well, my mother, she's told me a few times that this DNA kit. And to tell me you know if I was adopted or anything and she's like yeah I told you the story of your conception um he is my father um we do actually resemble like I I have a lot of his facial features um and even his wife the white lady she she said she's like you know you look like him and you look like our other kids and you look I mean because let's 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 be let's be 100% transparent like you said my father has around 10 kids um I'm probably number three um so you know it's not like he's just neglecting me there there's there's a whole handful of other because I call it like the 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 grown-up kids and then the little kids like he had what five four or five kids by different women but then he married this white lady and he has six with her. Like, she had three and then and then they had three together. So, he's got a lot of children. Rolling stone. And, rolling. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know the traction of this podcast or where it will be, so I won't kind of go into the details of what she's been telling me, but, you know, he's just been sticking and moving all his life and he... Feels justified. <laughs> He's he feels he feels justified in his in his actions. Um, last time I saw him in person, I was actually working at the farm, and he was you know driving down the interstate from New York to Florida, and I challenged him. I said, "I bet you won't pull over in Baltimore," and he did. And we met up at Chipotle and talked for about three hours. And you know he blamed us not being around each other on my mother, which is far from the truth and uh yeah like a couple of my sisters like I don't doubt that you're my child it's not that so with this DNA kit it's really just to find out you know you can find out like your ethnicity like you know if you have like European or what I don't know if it's gonna tell me the tribes in Africa and stuff like that I would love to know like what part of Africa my roots come from Um, But also the cool thing about Ancestry.com is if you give them your your DNA results, they will link you people that have matching DNA. And when I put in his family information, like once I put in his information and I was able to find more people on his side, um, some people had already created family trees that's from that side of the family. So... I'm thinking if the DNA is really real and all that, then that'll kind of help me piece things together. I like that type of stuff. I'm a researchy type of person. That's I mean, it nature. does
1: seem like like you definitely are being paid by Ancestry, but clearly that you're you're. you're I know. <laughs> you need we need to plug Ancestry. you are gonna have to definitely put that um, on the Twitter feed. Uh, but like, I I think <laughs> I think we're. I'm not sure where you want to go with this, but I also think that it's, it shows that, you know, for millennials um, like we're turning the new leaf and we definitely value, we definitely do value relationships with, with our, with our parents or with our long lost friends or with our relatives that we, you know, we didn't really have when we were, when we were younger kind of have a missing piece. I think once we found our voice or once we are finding our voice is like, now like we we're not as mm-hmm. scared to to say that hey you know what uh, why weren't you we're not scared to have these conversations and i think that being that we're finding our voice we're challenging like you right. did you challenge your pops and um on my end is my dad has nine kids i mean he was stick and move type of guy and you're challenging them and you're seeing if they're going to mm-hmm. come up to the challenge and and it's it's sometimes it's disheartening because you have an idea of what's going to happen like you are foreshadowing this and when it does happen and you mm-hmm. spend that time with them, you look and you're looking for the gems um, in them, kind of giving them an excuse. Because I know that, you know, talking to my dad is like, you know, why weren't you there? Because uh, your mom, you know, did this, that and a third. And it's like, was it that hard back then? Because we got iPhones nowadays and, and Facebook and we got Instagram. Was it that hard to like stay in contact with your kids? Was, was my parent really trying to keep you away from us? Did she really have to burden this uh, by herself? And, and that's tough. I mean, uh, when you are taking a look Mm -hmm. at it, especially for black kids, especially for, um, a kid who wants to be able to go ahead and be proud. And that's why you see most of these athletes that are like, yo, thank you, mama. And they're proud of their, their, where they came from single family homes, but it's like, what, I guess, what do we need for closure or, or just to have an open mindset? What would you say is like, Hey, this is what I expect. Uh, from a, if I, if you could have like a blank canvas and just be talking to your dad, if you could send your dad this podcast, what would you say to him that maybe you wouldn't say to him in person?
0: Hmm. I don't know. Angry messages on Messenger. Um, I, I'm I'm past the point of you know why weren't you there? We had that conversation back in 2012, and like I said, he just was like, your mom didn't want to marry me, so you know we married the next bitch and got her pregnant soon after because I have a sister that's barely a year younger um but I just think that I would tell him like hey I just want you I just want to be able to have access the fact that I can reach out to you via text because I don't have your phone number and you can see my message and, and not even say hello I think that that's pretty shitty um it makes me feel like shit when your wife reaches out to me on my birthday to say happy birthday, um, and you don't. Um, and I always ask her about you. It's really shitty that I talk to my, to your wife. And has, you know, to add to the situation. But I'm so sorry. I just want you to be around. Like, I mean, not even around. I think I think after 32 years, there's no way possible that we could have a father daughter relationship but I just think that um it would be nice to you know get a call from you on the holidays (laughs) or on a birthday or I call you on your birthday or veterans day or something like that and we just you know have a a a phone relationship and it can grow because I love to travel you live down south I would you know I could come around um and you know we could visit and things like that but for right now, I think that just keeping in touch is what I would want. Um, and then, like, that side of the family is so huge. I want to come to family reunions. My family doesn't do family reunions. I mean, everybody, all the older people that push those type of agendas have gone on to glory. So, you know, knowing how big that side of the family is, I want to go to some family reunions. I want to meet cousins and aunties and ankles and whatnot i just want to you know know
1: where i come from yeah and that makes a lot of sense like you're an adult and you just want to know where it comes from and it's like hey that's that's what this that's what basically that's what it is man that's exactly what it is is that we're older now we, we we're coming into our own and um it's it kind of sucks man it, like that's what you want and like why can't you just offer that <laughs> like just why can't you just Maybe it's like, right? Do you have that much guilt? I don't know. I wish that I could do a deeper dive and have a conversation where, where we have mm-hmm. maybe they're because my my parents are baby boomers. Maybe we can have baby boomers on the show mm-hmm. and just ask them. It's like, what's the most difficult thing that you've had to do as a parent? Because maybe we don't understand that millennials right. that I know that I've been around have been, I guess, I guess how do I say it? Uh, with their emotions, over expressive with their kids, like it's to the point where you're mm-hmm. seeing them be like, "Yo, your kid is three years old," like you're having an adult conversation with your kids as to mm-hmm. what they want to eat and when they want to go to bed. What happened when you were five? Like, <laughs> what's mm-hmm. going on
0: there? So that's mm-hmm. a big thing, right? Yeah these these new these new babies are very sophisticated. <laughs> and you're like, why?
1: How? How is that possible? Or what did we miss? Or or what are we? sharing with our kids or what are we sharing with our even nieces and nephews that maybe we wanted to connect with our parents that if we had that type of explanation from them we can come like we come to some realization that hey i know it was tough for you i know that i'm older now and we're both adults like i would love to have an adult relationship with you and kind of talk about this the areas that you missed in my life without you getting offended or 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 sad or something like that but I would, love to, I would love to have that conversation. I would love to do that, but I don't know.
0: Well, you know, just hear me out because I have a theory. I feel like that generation and probably generations before, for some reason, they want to cover everything up. Like if you think about family secrets, um, you know, when people have had less than desirable life on different subjects, when you know there's in family molestation or things of that nature or somebody's on drugs like all that stuff is kept within the family and, I, and this might just be a, a racial it might be cultural it might be just the black people because I don't I honestly don't hang with a lot of white people I love white people but I don't hang with too many to know like the inner workings of their family but i just think that that older generation likes to keep secrets likes to ignore things i mean if you could probably get your mom to break down and tell you secrets stuff about her life stuff about her past like it would be deep emotional stuff i mean i'm not even denying that but i just think that they love to sweep things under the rug i don't and i don't and i don't understand why i mean because i think that my father he feels vindicated because he feels like He feels like, hey, you know, I made that connection with you back in 2012. I know you're still alive. I know where I can find you. I'm good. Um, You know, he told my mom around that same time. He just was like, I don't have any regrets. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, well, I hope you never need a kidney. Because I'm going to look at you in your face and laugh at you while you're on your deathbed. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? And all your kids might. All your kids might.
1: She's, okay, so so I don't I, don't I like wonder. this because I, I think the the flow of the podcast as we're we're just talking, how do you feel? Because that just makes me think. How do you feel about the relationship? I'm not because you're the third you're the third youngest or the third oldest. How do you feel about the relationship between mm-hmm. your father and the other siblings, like the younger siblings?
0: Um. Well. You oh. um, be vague. Sorry to say, but he, I, I think it's the same with all of us. He just has more access to the younger ones because they're they're at a level where they can be controlled. They're all in the same place, and he's technically married to their mother. Um, so the relationship with them, though, I, very surface. Um, and just what I gather from what I gather he just may not be capable of having like a loving relationship with his children um, and that's in general there's only one of all of us that he keeps in touch with regularly and she's the one that's the one that's a like a year younger than me um, or very close to my age and um, she's the actually it's funny because she's the only older kid that won't talk to the rest of us because she's still close with him. Like, I think he supports her financially and some more things. So they're very close. And when all of us try to reach out to her, like we each have on our own individually, she's pushed everyone away. But he's the one, but she's the one that he will get up in the middle of the night and drive wherever he got to go to get her. He, she's the one that he's going to see about. And that that did cause some resentment the first time I saw him express that on like Facebook. I think he had made a dramatic post about she needed him for something, and he went and did all these things for her. And I was just like, wow. Um, you told me you were coming to D.C. and you never did. You didn't even call me back. You know, you told me I got to, if I want to talk to you, I got to call you between two and four on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Like, you know, but this this daughter she she has access to you, and 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 not even to get too deep on this because this is oh, child this could go in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. But I kind of also think that that might have a lot to do with uh, the the way I feel about him in that situation. Definitely spills over into dating. It definitely spills over into my relationships with men, um, mm-hmm. of all levels, honestly. It, it really does it really does because like in dating i want i want to have access to you 24 7. i'm not saying i'm going to call you 24 7. i'm not saying we got to text all day long because i am an introverted extrovert i am an only child i am a pisces like i ain't trying to talk to nobody all day right? i don't even be trying to talk to my mom all day every day but um I just need to, there are certain things and we don't have to get into that right now, but there's just certain things that I require that I feel like I should have or need from a partner and I'm thinking that it's probably related to things I didn't get from my father.
1: Woo. I mean, I'm just saying that that's the perfect segue. That's a perfect segue. But I, you know, um, <laughs> I think I I, I think I do agree with you. I think the way that you, you described everything that you were just saying, the uh, it's very powerful because hearing it from a, a woman's standpoint is um like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have some type of you, you kind of you, you kind of did want that type of relationship. But then when you see it manifest itself, you're like, yo, bro, like you would have never done that for me. like, And I feel I feel you 100 percent like growing up with my my brother and then my little siblings came along on my mother's side and then also on my father's side is like, like it, it's for them. I saw it was like a new, it was like, like a rebirth. It was like, Oh, now I could be the parent that I wasn't with, with them, or maybe I'm a little older and, and I knew the mistakes and I'm correcting these mistakes. And, mm. and I think like, like, it, like it kind of sucks because you want to talk about it, but at the same time it's like, you're like, but you're doing right by this. And I, I get it. There was a little bit of resentment for me but at the end of the day, it's like, it does transfer over to like some type of relationships um, where it comes down to like, you know, time spent. It's like, like, I didn't get that much time spent with my original mother and father. So like, I'm not really going to be like, yo, I need access to you as much as like, I have access to them. It's like, yo, I just, I just want to know that you're there. It's like, I don't want to be right. needy because if I'm, if I'm needy, then it's like, oh God, like, I just need this really, really bad to, to work out. But I would just like to be like, hey, yo, I have somebody that's there to support me, or like, like watch me grow, like help me grow, like give me some pointers. You don't have to critique me all the time, but like help me um, where where I lack confidence or or something like that. But like just watching that, like with my little siblings and just kind of seeing what they got versus what I didn't, I kind of see the balance of us mm-hmm. uh, me growing up the way I did faster mm-hmm. and them still. Kind of like being at home and not wanting to leave. There's like, hey, there's no need for me to leave the house right now. I have everything I need. It's like, do you? Mm. Do you though? That's that's deep. Do you see? That's what that's what we're deep. trying to do with this podcast. I know that we're we're trying to talk about dating, and we're trying, but we at the, at the end of the day, we're, mm-hmm. we we want to make sure that we people understand that it affects you, man. How you grew up, how you perceive the world. What you do with that information that you get from those people that you value is gonna affect mm. how you how how you view the world, and that's how we just view the world. That people aren't gonna be happy with what we say, but challenge us, make us make us see another way, make us see what we're missing, and then you know be open to seeing why we think that we're right. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but at the same time, that I mean. Millennials are big on mental health. Millennials are big on therapy, whereas like they don't even see the benefit. I've, I've told someone very close to me to go to therapy and they literally laugh in my face, but it's like, we have these breakdowns randomly, randomly regularly, <laughs> where it's there's always this breakdown in communication. And I'm just like, you're dealing with things. You're dealing with emotional things that you need to talk to somebody about. And not me, not me. You need to go talk to a therapist. But, you know, I think that a lot of, um, I just think that a lot of people that are baby boomers and in that age range are in denial again, because they're used to sweeping things under the rug. Whereas we're like, no, we we see how it's tearing you down. We don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through that yeah so i'm working on me inside and out that's i mean this whole like ancestry thing it's just part of a it's part of a process because it started with weight loss being on a weight loss journey then it turned into mental health while i was kind of starting both at the same time simultaneously and now it's like okay next step is like okay let me know more about my roots let me dig deeper there let me I'm trying to work on a total package here because there's got to be a reason why I'm single. So we going to work from this thing inside out, okay? Turn over every piece of skin, nail, hair. We're going to figure out what is Adrian's issue and why she don't have a man.
1: I'm down with that. I'm down to figure this out. I mean, also this podcast <laughs> is to help um, all you single people out there. Actually, no. It's just geared to just help anybody who, who thinks that they can identify with, with any point of view and who has insight as to why they think the way they think. I just think overall with the black community is that we do, I'm gonna say this, we do like drama. So we are interested in what mm-hmm. is drama filled and we're gonna go ahead and, and, and like bees to honey, we're, we're gonna go ahead and attach ourselves to that. And, and I think that when some things are beneficial, it gets a little cloudy. So I definitely want to go ahead and make sure that we're jumping into something that's even positive. And so we can mm-hmm. go ahead and, and find fact find or fact check, or even have uh, bullet points as to where you can find some of this information. Like it is helpful uh, to go ahead and, um, and go to meditation or even like there's, there's a bunch of apps. If you have an iPhone, headspace, calm, uh, 10% happier, mm-hmm. all these are shameless plugs that you can spend five minutes with yourself and it will go through as to how to meditate. And I think that, once you find who you are, you can express yourself better to the world. And, and overall, I just think that it's gonna be beneficial because if you can communicate how you're feeling with yourself, you can do that with somebody. just hear me out. That's all I'm saying, just hear me out.
0: Exactly, exactly, and, I, and I've, I've found myself in plenty of relationships, not plenty, but I guess oh. the most recent ones where it's like, I'm sitting here trying to talk to somebody I'm trying to talk to this man, and I'm trying to explain something to him, and he's not trying to listen, and I'm like, just hear me out. So, yeah. So, boom. That's why I use my Insta story to say what I I got to
1: say. I I (laughs) I like that. I think that the first podcast is going to be, like, Ancestry. Like, it's it's just got to be a plug, and they got to listen to our podcast
0: Mm -hmm, and -hmm. give our
1: viewers some type of discount.
0: (laughs) Yeah, something. I mean... uh, yeah so anyway i i I don't know if that was too heavy for episode one um but that's just what i'm dealing with this week because it hit me and i was like you know what i'm gonna push this further because i tried to do this before and honestly my finding out about my roots on my father's side is the easy part my mother's side there are so many questions and gaps on things like Straight up, my grandmother's name on her birth certificate is not the name that we know her by. Like, I mean, there are so many different little pieces and puzzles. So, but I love this type of thing. I used to do like uh, real estate research and I would have to find people and use public records to like find people to call and ask them questions about land that they owned. Right. And it wasn't that we were trying to buy it, we just were building a database. And you know, you could probably guess where I worked at, but. I mean that turned into a whole that just sparked something in me where I sometimes think I should have been a personal investigator and I've I've thought about doing that on the side too. Somebody actually Uh-oh. told me how you do Uh-oh. it. So yeah, I'm i
1: have to open up I'm that, that I'm that
0: girl. Yeah, I could I,
1: just hear me out. Yeah, investigating. I, I like that, but I also think that I mean you knowing your history is is great, and I think that overall is like. How, oh, let me ask you a question. Just let me rewind real quick. And so, once you, because I've never done ancestry, once you know your one parent's information, do you have to buy another kit in order to find out somebody else's, or is it one time one person?
0: No. So the kit. So the kit is basically so you can find out your origin, background, and there are a couple other things that it'll give you information on. The there's a there's something on like you build a profile when you purchase the kit it gives you a profile within that profile there's something called a family tree and you can start your family tree so I didn't have to go in and build the family tree but because I'm trying to take advantage of the whole experience or the whole package that's why I went ahead and started the tree and so from the tree that's where you plug in people's names and birth dates and all they really want is like first middle last name birth date, if that person's living or deceased, and if you know, like, the date they died and the birthplace and the death place. If you can get as much of that information in there as possible, they'll use their database to pull information. I mean, they were pulling um, cemetery records. They showed me stuff from yearbook.com. Like, they were showing me things from not just their own database, but, like, public records of uh, birth, death cemeteries uh it showed me like my mother's divorce papers like it showed me everything so if you have anything in public record it's there it's it's findable that's the one thing people fail to realize like it's super easy to find people oh it's so easy you just have to know where to look you you just have to know where to look
1: jeez Uh, uh, yo i might have to hire you to find some people for me man but, I mean, that's, that's basically – we, well, we kind of have the, – the basically for the show, the premise of the show is that I think it started off on a good foot. I think, um, like, you, you have to start from somewhere. I love the name Ancestry just for podcast number one. And I think that just breaking down how you felt, I mm-hmm. think breaking down how we feel and just breaking down how our listeners just have to identify with themselves as to, you know, why do you feel a certain way towards your parent. Um, is that something that you can express mm-hmm. if you cannot express that to that said parent? I think, uh, finding a healthy space to meditate or even sometimes physical activity. I'm not saying go kick somebody's ass, but what I'm saying is that being able to, um, and, and maybe go to the gym and, 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 you know, get on a bike and just cycle, listen to some music, jog around. Join a kickboxing class. Sometimes you just need a release, any way that you need to see fit. And I do think that it's very important. I think what this podcast mm-hmm. can do is that we're gonna definitely give our points of views, but we're also gonna give ways that you know might have helped mm-hmm. us in the past, or what what we might be using to help. I know I'm a big technology buff, so I'm gonna always input technology out there. But I also, I I want I want viewers to have mm-hmm. a conversation with us, be able to hit us up. And just let us know what they're feeling. So maybe we could talk about that on the show. But uh, I definitely think that we're going somewhere with this because moving forward from this, we could talk about dating, relationships, how it is, you know, first time living by mm-hmm. yourself after you get out of college, first time understanding how to uh, do a balance in your checkbook and how that affects you in your, in your nightlife or if you even have a nightlife. Or even if you are a single parent, that's too, we want to be able to reach everybody. But, I mean, this platform is yours and we want to just make sure that we're sharing with you.
0: Hmm. Indeed, indeed. And 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 please know that I will not skimp on the <laughs> shenanigans because I, think, okay? yeah, I can. I cannot. Some of the things that happen to me, especially in my dating life, I just cannot make it up. I can't make it up. So I'm here to share, it. and I don't care if you if I talk about you in this podcast and you hear it. You you can say it to my face. Uh-oh. You can say it, whatever you gotta say. Say it to my Uh-oh. face <laughs> because I'm sure I've already said it. I've already said what I had to say. That is the say it, so. gonna be there. That's just my dis. That's my disclaimer. No, it's just again, I have very candid views on things. Um, <laughs> I just have very candid views on 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 a lot of things as far as dating and relationships go. So.
1: Yeah, I, and I think that's um something that we're definitely gonna. A uh, question going
0: with. -hmm, Indeed. Uh, I have a question for you though. Are you uh, are you still eating Thanksgiving Uh, leftovers?
1: Actually, I finished that. Uh, I finished Thanksgiving leftovers. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, it's like I don't eat all the meat that people put out, so I only had chicken and uh, turkey and stuffing and white rice. Yeah.
0: What white rice? rice. Don't do that. Aren't you black? Don't do that.
1: I'm a big fan of
0: white rice. (laughs) I mean, but there was no rice at our at our Thanksgiving. So that's why I was just wondering like what kind of what kind of black are you? (laughs) I mean, I'm
1: also in Texas as well. So I mean, like they just, yo, it's it's all kinds of steak, ham, everything you can imagine. And I was like, yo steak on
0: Thanksgiving.
1: It was it was ridiculous. I wish I took a picture. I was like, I was at my friend's house, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is crazy. Like, why do you guys cook like this? Because they're farmers." And I was like, "I, I can't do that." <laughs> Hold on, wait. Are you? Oh. Are you still? Do you still have your Thanksgiving leftovers?
0: Um. Well, I just <laughs> my cousin is a chef, and uh, he made some seafood mac and cheese on Saturday. So he made some on Thanksgiving. That was gone. He made more on Saturday. I just tried to eat some today, and I was like, "Nope, not gonna be able to do it." Nope, 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 nope. Otherwise, no, because I meal prep. I'm really big on meal prepping. That's the number one way that I've been able to maintain weight loss. So uh, I'm not eating eating a full plate of Thanksgiving deliciousness because it's nasty as so of it's right nasty. now. Nasty.
1: Come on, man.
0: Come on. Oh, you got. Yeah, you got to go on. Um, you have to go on his page. He made this video um, of like, <laughs> you know, he does his voiceover yeah. things, right? So I don't know. Like, do do. Did you see it? The one of the Thanksgiving yeah, leftovers? Oh my God. I wish I had another device so I could play that. It's hilarious. <sighs> and so he's, like, he's so like, he puts the camera over the mac and cheese, like, I don't even know why you looking over him slim <laughs> do me away put
1: me out put me out well, I, gotta it me? It? I gotta i gotta see it because every time like i see it like one of his videos i'm like yo man like he's he's just talented i just like when people are very talented and can make you experience mm-hmm. what you've experienced in your head
0: mm-hmm. he's hilarious and he's so dc i love it i
1: well, love it so. i'm saying we we did a podcast it's kinda of dying down right now. But um I think I think we're gonna we, we have to this so after after the edits of course. I'll delete this part 40, 40 minutes mm-hmm. in. So 40 minutes in, I'll go ahead and delete that. But I guess um yeah, that's it man. How do you wanna because forty minutes in, so whatever's after this, how do you wanna end the show?
0: I think we should have a just hear me out segment like a, like I'm going to just give you my theory or thoughts on a specific subject and I'm going to go in on it and then you say what you got to say and then we wrap it up
1: yeah. I like that alright so 41 seconds hold on one second and, and... alright so in 30 seconds this is what I'm going to do as I'm going to go ahead and say, so. All right. That was a good run for the podcast, man. Um, A lot of insight was shared. Uh, What we try to do at the the last segment of the show is that we want to go ahead and just open the floor up to the host and just, just hear me out. Mm -hmm. So just hear me out, y'all.
0: We're talking about daddy issues. Talking about you see how we're both in our thirties, dealing with you know living and being uh, the products of single parents and all of the the fun and and not so fun times that comes from that and a lot of them uh, a lot of it's bullshit uh, and and my personal opinion is this stop fucking raw if you're not trying to take care of your child like that's all you have to do get a condom. Use some birth control. I hear male birth control is coming out. I mean, there are a million different ways. I mean, because God forbid you just, you know, practice abstinence. But I mean, stop fucking raw. Stop being irresponsible. Um, I definitely, I'm in the middle when it comes to pro choice and and all that stuff, pro choice and pro life. I definitely would prefer for people to, let their children live but hey not everybody's situation is set up that way and i understand so my thing is don't even get into it if you know that this man can't take care of you and your child don't fuck him if you're not sure what type of diseases he may or may not have don't fuck him if you're not even sure if he's going to call you tomorrow stop fucking raw stop consistently fucking somebody and men stop Fucking somebody that you don't even like. Y'all men do this so frequently. It drives me insane. Wow. You're laying down with somebody that you don't even like. And then she turns around and gets pregnant. And you got the nerve to tell her not to keep it. What do you think is going to happen? What did you expect? You were giving her everything, pretending just to get a nut. And then you turn around and she got your baby. And now you're stuck. Because why well, is she gonna keep that baby? She's gonna keep it. she's in her 30. She's in her 30. She's not getting the abortion. I need y'all to like newsflash, newsflash. So be smart. Be smart in the beginning. Wrap up. Wow. Don't do it at all. Get a plan B. And ask the right questions. Ask the right questions before you lay down with somebody. What do you think about children? What would you do if we happen to have one? Do you have do you know if you have any STDs? When was the last time you've been tested? Like I really need people to ask this question. Wow. All of these questions are super important. This is such a hookup culture that we're in right now. It's 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 ridiculous and I know that anybody listening is probably every 90% of the people listening are going to disagree with me and say, "Hey, you know what?" I'm living my best life. I'm out here sticking and moving how I want to stick and move, and I'm getting stuck however I want to get stuck. That's fine, and that's all good. But then when you got kids by multiple men, or you got kids by multiple women, or you don't know who gave you herpes or whatever, or you out here taking care of a kid by yourself, you're going to say, you know what? Adrian told me. She, she told me to just hear her out, and I didn't listen. Bars. I didn't fucking listen. Those are bars.
1: Those I are bars. And I, I know I that the men are going to be like, yo, I know this dude is not going to not say something. So I got to say, just, just hear me out. Just hear me out, ladies. Mm-hmm. We might be in a hookup culture, but at the same time, and I'm going to catch slack for this, is that in the black community, it's chivalry. It's kind of not dead. So what I'm saying here is that a man, good or bad intentions, I'm going to say good intentions, hopefully, is going to try to go ahead and and get a woman and and try to go ahead and have sex. I mean, take her out, have a good time, uh, show show her that she's worth it. But I just think that with with the age of technology, I think that we're short-sighted. We're very short-sighted and we're very uh, feely emotional. So we just think about... Mm-hmm. five steps ahead of us instead of uh, the big picture so for my two is that yes go ahead and um if, if you really like the girl i mean get to know her but at the same time if you don't want to have kids with her think about not sleeping with her just i mean think <laughs> think about it like you don't have to put that notch under your belt think about buying a condom five dollars you can go to planned parenthood and you can get them for free think like if you're willing to go ahead and put a date together and you think it's going to end with something like Netflix and chill, you have to think ahead. I mean, you're thinking all these steps through and then all of a sudden now, when it comes down to, to laying down with a chick, you haven't thought about that or maybe this, that, and the third, go ahead and get tested. I mean, it's 2019. You don't have to go ahead and make it such a big thing. You want to go ahead and protect your health, protect your wealth, and your health is your wealth. And then also, man, if you're going to have a kid, be in that kid's life some way or another. Even if you don't like the lady, try to be in that kid's life because it's going to be important when they're going mm-hmm. through whatever they're going through. Kids tend to look for people that, that remind them of their parents. And if your mom is bitter or your dad is bitter, single parents are bitter towards the other sex, that kid is probably going to be bitter towards the other sex or not even know how to um, take emotion or, or even, from that other person it's going to affect them down the line that's my two cents i just think that hey before you have sex think about the consequences go get a condom go get tested after you have sex if she wants to keep the baby that's where i stand on it woman's body woman's control i'm not <laughs> going to get into that but you have to go ahead and, and and do what you need to do take care of your responsibilities you were taking care of the date before but now you got to take care of a, a human being but at the end of the day man you guys got to make sound decisions that are going to help and benefit others. If you're going to lay with her, make sure you know what's going to benefit her. And that's it. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say, guys. Hate me. Bash me. Women. Women, protect yourselves.
0: I really thought you were a fuck boy. Wow, you just said something. Wow. I like it. I like it. I like it.
1: I mean, you just you got to You got to do it. I mean, I'm probably gonna say some shit when we get onto the dating, but other than that, I think that you're absolutely <laughs> right, man. Because like, it's gonna affect you in the long run. And once you think about it, you're not gonna you're thinking about yourself if you're just having sex and and just leaving her with the kid. Just come on, be more responsible, okay. and let's let's go ahead and build an uplifting culture instead of just degrading ourselves and looking for the drama and looking for the worst in people. But that is
0: yes. Preach, that's the show, man. Preach, black man. You hear me snap it in the background because <laughs> it some groovy shit. That's the show, Preach. yes, it is. We, not- uh, did he- Oh, I don't remember my name. Uh, this is well, that's Jay, and I'm A, and this is just hear me out. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Okay, um.